Your Locked On Golden Knights, your daily podcast on the Vegas Golden Knights, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Where will Ivan Barbashev fit into the Golden Knights lineup after he was acquired in a trade on Sunday? Hi again, everyone. Tony Cardasco along with Chris Golick. We come to you from Las Vegas each and every morning, Monday through Friday. You can find us on Twitter at Tony Dasco, at TD Chris G, and at Lockdown VGK and Lockdown Golden Knights, of course, on the YouTube channel. Please check it out and subscribe. And Chris, I remember you saying back, I think a couple of months ago, Okay, I thought about Just this in the memory bank. I thought about this that VGK needs a power forward. Is that what you thought I was going? Is that where you thought I was going? I thought you were going to dig a little deeper. I I mentioned Barbashev in probably that same range because they were looking at St. Louis. They, I exactly, yeah, exactly. And you are the old school guy that still uses foam instead of gel. That explains uh, why your face is so rough all the time, Tony. Um, but. I mentioned Barbashev, like I was going up and down the lineup. I'm like, Barbashev, I don't know. Like I saw his, I, I, I saw his stats. I'm like, I think I made a comment that the VGK would absolutely love this guy because he had one big season. He did really well in 21-22 with a 60-point season. And then he's on, he's got 29 points this season on track for call it 42 to 45, depending on how the last uh, 20 or so games worked out for him. But outside of that 60-point season, he has yet to eclipse 30 points. So what is the hit wonders that we always talk about? And I remember talking about that as well, because I said you you even mentioned, yeah, we know how much Tony likes guys coming off of career years. Yeah, no, I I got likes to reward that. Right. We should definitely see if we can clip the show and uh, get a little more get a little more intel about it. But, you know, listen, I mean, in a spot like this, let's hopefully give McCrimmon and McPhee and more or less the scouts I would probably put on this one. uh, The scouts some credit for hopefully mining something here. Are we going to strike lightning in a bottle like Chandler Stevenson? Maybe that's not a fair expectation, but you look at what the Blues have done this year. They're not doing very well whatsoever. So, you know, maybe a change of scenery for Barbashev can give him, you know, I mean, listen, you go from the bottom, you know, the bottom of the bottom, so to speak, to a team that is a Stanley Cup contender in a lot of people's eyes. That's going to help someone. That's going to help the morale. That's going to, you know, reinvigorate, re-energize, get some pep in the step, whatever uh, terminology you want to use. And, you know, he enters a rat race right now. I say that because VGK is not done. VGK is still shopping right now. They're going to make at least one more move between now and Friday. I will bet you dollars to donuts and anything in between. VGK makes at least one notable deal. So the Golden Knights make that trade with St. Louis for Barbashev, giving up yet another first-round selection in Zach Dean. On Friday, we also told you about the Blues and Craig Berube saying that his veterans were not trying. They were not playing hard. Perhaps Barbashev is one of those players, but we know that he had that career best 60 points uh, in a season last year, has 29 so far this season. Uh, VGK signs him for the remainder of that 2.25 million that's left on his contract. Um, again, where does he fit in? He's a physical player. He could play the wing. He could play the center. 132 hits. That stands out. Eight hits in the game against Pittsburgh on Saturday. 
And we've seen we've seen lately where Bruce Cassidy is trying to play a little bit more physical. I think he is a prototypical player for Bruce Cassidy personally. Uh, the power forward again. I think that this is the guy that I think you wanted in the lineup. This type of a player. And also, they could utilize him. He's really good on the PK. But I think he could be a candidate for that bumper position, too, on the power play because he's big, physical, and he's not afraid to get in front of the net. It's all fair. It's definitely all fair. So the first question was, where does he slot in? I think for game one, the easiest thing to do, uh, phrase obviously is going to go back uh, down or get either get scratched or back down to the AHL. That's definitely got to happen before the trade deadline so he can participate should the Silver Knights, who just won their third game in a row, and their third game in a row against the Calgary Wranglers, who are the top team in the Pacific. So not sure what's happening down in Henderson right now, but uh, kudos to the boys for getting something going right now. Um, Phrase needs to go back down, so obviously he'll be playoff eligible for the AHL. I think the easiest way to go, because Barbashev can is a center, right? So I think uh, you put you put him in the middle between uh, uh, Kolasar and uh, uh, Howden right now, or Howden really? can center that line. Well, I think today you put. I think today, today, I think today you put him on line four. Let him get you know eight, ten, twelve minutes, whatever the number might be tonight, to ease him in, and then you get a couple practices under the team's belt, and then Wednesday and Friday against uh, Carolina and New Jersey. You can see if the there wing. is a better way to go. I want him on the wing on the top line. I think that that would be phenomenal. Just uh, I'd like to see what that would look like because he would bring some physicality there to the Eichel line a little bit more perhaps than Cotter. Fine, we're Wednesday. Have a lot of, Wednesday. We're going to have on Wednesday. Okay, but yeah, and he has played up and down the lineup, you know, to your point as well. While he was in St. Louis, uh, VGK gives up on another first rounder. Let's talk about that. Uh, what is it? Five of six now. Um, and here's a team that, you know, again, beginning with Cody Glass, just cannot develop the players. They didn't have, we talked about this too, that VGK did not have that first rounder uh, that, they, that they could give up to use as an asset in any sort of a trade deal. So that came back, actually, I believe, to sting them. So who is Zach Dean? I think that's the first conversation right now. Playing with the Ganteo Olympics. I have no idea how close I got to that, but he's in one of these leagues that has a lot of letters in it. We've, we've joked about this before. The QMJHL, yeah. Quebec Major Junior Hockey League. I think I got that it's right. It's junior I mean, still, right? It's still junior. It's juniors. Now, yeah. he's got some great stat lines. Like he's currently, listen, 39 games played this season, 51 points, point per game player. Last season, 47 games, 52 points. So, listen, he's blossoming. He might be somebody. He might be an absolute talent, or he might be Cody Glass. Like, we don't know. Or he might never even touch the NHL ice. Or he might be a top six. Like, you don't know. These are all the unknowns with these types of players. Of course, something is seen in St. Louis as a developmental project. And who knows? Maybe next year he breaks camp. Maybe he plays uh, if the Peoria Rivermen are still the – the Blues affiliate, maybe he goes there for a little while. Who knows? These are all the all the what-ifs. So uh, credit Sinbin for this right here. You mentioned uh, the first-round picks and what's going on. So Sinbin put a good tweet out that kind of summarizes all of our picks here. 2017, Cody Glass now became Nolan Patrick. Unfortunately, we know what's happening with that. But who is Cody Glass? He is a third-line center. He scored yesterday. And we love Cody Glass. We love Cody Glass. But his ceiling is a third-line center that can help on the top two lines 
when someone goes down. That's the ceiling for Cody Glass. Nick Suzuki became Max Patch already. In the short term, that deal was just fine for the VGK. In the long term, is it going to be a good deal? Of course not, because Suzuki, he is the captain of Montreal, but he also did struggle for a long period this season as he finds his game. Eric Brandstrom became Mark Stone. I'm not even going to talk about that. Tomas Tatar. Tomas Tatar, this is a big whiff for the team, folks. We know this. This was the team's sellout to try and win the Cup in Season 1, and I'm okay with that. They took a shot. They swung. Unfortunately, Tomas Tatar did not fit in with the team. Still, you know, doing this thing in the NHL with the New Jersey Devils, I believe, right now. Okay, now a little more modern. Peyton Krebs becomes Jack Eichel. Okay, I'll take that deal. Yes, Alex Tuck was involved, but Peyton Krebs was the first-round pick of that deal. Brennan Brisson is still a VGK. I say the only still. player. Let's see what happens. And then the last one, Dean becomes Barbashev. So, Pacioretty, Nolan Patrick, Mark Stone, Tomas Tatar, Jack Eichel, Barbashev, or Glass Suzuki, Brandstrom, Krebs Dean. Which which column would you rather be in there? Give me the vets. Give me the vets. Like this team is competing right now for cups. If this team wasn't competing right now for cups, give me the guys on the left. Give me the draft picks. And two, three years from now, we'll see which one of those players blossoms. And for St. Louis. F those picks. F uh, those picks. <laughs> hey, I'm no, no swearing. I no did swear. For I did swear. I read the, I read the no, email. For me. Okay. No, no. <laughs> the one for me. I gave up swearing for a lot. I didn't. And I, I, I didn't. Sailor well, yesterday. <laughs> I, I swore at the XFL game on Saturday because we were stuck in the rain. Uh, but for St. <laughs> Louis, they unloaded uh, all five of their expiring contracts now, uh, starting with O'Reilly. And Petro was really pissed that he – can I say that word? Uh, he was really mad that they couldn't uh, close a deal for him here in Las Vegas initially. And then Tarasenko, of course, Nikola um, Acciari, and now Barbashev. What happens uh, when when Nick Waugh comes back? Now you talk about... Now we got something to talk about. Cooking the books. They're going to have to cook some books here because they still have Logan Thompson on the IR. And, of course, uh, they're going to have to do something now with Nick Waugh, and they're going to have to do some shuffling. But who do you think some of the players might be that will be the odd men? Or who will be the odd man out initially? So- Right now, our current situation, 7.2 million of cap space, roster size, 23 of 23. Nick Wah, I believe, is not IR. So Nick Wah can come in and play right away. I don't think he's on any type of IR. Let's make sure about this. No, I don't think yeah. he is. You know, Stone, Leonard. If, yeah. LTIR is Stone, Leonard, Patrick, Nolan Patrick. And then right. injured reserve, this is important. IR. Is Logan Thompson LT? Yeah, okay, I was right on that one. So right. if Nick Wah comes back tonight, just just throw something out there. Nick Wah can be an active member of this roster because he's still in, in that twenty-three. So the first question is: Let's say Nick Wah comes back, who's going to be scratched? And I think the Brett Howden is is the easy answer. I would say for now. I mean, a line four of a uh, Wah. Barbashev, Kolasar, that's a that's a pretty heavy line right there. And Kolasar could even be the healthy scratch, too. It probably depends on um, on how the previous game goes and what Cassidy is feeling and also what Cassidy feels about the team that they're playing that night. Uh, Phil Kessel, I think he's not a thought to be scratched anymore. He's played himself to a good spot. His output has improved significantly. And, you know, now the game within the game is if another trade does get made, I think one of our guys in the middle six might be on the trade block. 
do they ship out Amadio? I mean, Amadio was signed, I think, off waivers, if I'm not mistaken, from the L.A. Kings or Toronto or L.A., whichever one it was for Michael Amadio. But he was eating pizza somewhere. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, Super Amadio. But point being is Amadio was for nothing, and he might be some type of trade bait. I'm not saying I want to see Amadio. He's the only player that's playing on that line that's scoring. Why? Why would you get rid of him? I mean, listen, the list of guys that, you know, so Barbashev, right? Barbashev, I'm hoping, isn't just a guy, right, amongst players like Howden. Um, Howden, Amadio, and Kessel, and kind of those types of guys. You need someone to rise up a little bit more. If we get Barbashev and trade Amadio, as far if there's some big deal coming this week, I don't understand the Barbashev deal, I guess, is ultimately the, the point that I'm trying to make in this little rambling of uh, rambles here. Okay, so 45 separate viewings of Barbashev, according to Kelly McCrimmon. So their scouts really dug in. They think they're going to get the player that they want. Alex Petrangelo, very happy, as we mentioned. And, of course, here's a very versatile player. And Cassidy saw him kick his butt and lift the Stanley Cup on his eyes, too. So Cassidy has seen him as well. So up until yesterday, up until yesterday, he is the prototypical uh, Cassidy-type player. I know Cassidy's going to love him in the lineup. Um, And VGK has... The last couple of games stepped it up a little bit, a notch, as far as trying to play more physical. I love their physical game in the they're first just period not, against Dallas. Yeah, I love They're it. just not that team that can, is it sustainable, that can sustain it. I don't believe. Up until yesterday, we have so many topics here today. Uh, up until yesterday, many believed, especially those <clears throat> in the local media, that VGK still had a chance. Is there a chance? Is there a chance to get Timo Meyer? Okay. On Sunday morning, we saw Carolina. They fall out of contention. That's when I said VGK is Dunsville. They said that both teams, Carolina and, I mean, New Jersey and VGK, had sweetened the pot. And so that meant to me this was a huge leverage play, and VGK was played. They were absolutely played. There was no way, no way that they were going to trade Timo Meyer to Vegas, to the Vegas Golden Knights. I didn't believe it. And uh, up until that happened yesterday, uh, the Sharks actually were just using VGK as leverage. And I'm curious, did anyone even ask McCrimmon about this? No, no. It's as if it didn't even happen. Come on. Yeah, man. I, I, unfortunately, I couldn't jump on the scrum yesterday. Oh, I was, man. I, 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 I would have asked that question. I, I would have found a way, a creative way to say this. I wonder, this, were they told you know. not to ask that question? It was so silly. It's right there. What I will say is to be transparent uh, in the media all the media things i've participated in i've never had any direction about things to ask or not ask for well that's i'm not saying that didn't happen yesterday i'm simply saying that i've done this a few times now and it hasn't happened yet so hopefully that censorship is not happening but i wasn't there so i can't uh, say one way or the other so pat brisson brendan brisson's dad patrick kane's agents take notes for what san jose did They used Vegas and Carolina, maybe, but definitely Vegas to drive up the price of Timo Meyer. That's what you do. The Chicago Blackhawks might trade. And again, Patrick Kane's not a Ranger as of this morning. He's having his moment of reflection in the dark room with Aaron Rodgers somewhere (laughs) in in, in a farm somewhere. Um, Supposedly, the deal is trying to get done, but they need a broker and all these weird things to happen to make Patrick Kane become a New York Ranger right now. But the Rangers are the only team that Patrick Kane is saying he wants to go to right now he's done he's there fine but why would patrick kane i was talking to a good buddy of mine brad this morning about this 
Patrick Kane's been what compensated $200 million by the Blackhawks in the last decade and a half, something like that, whatever the number is, why wouldn't Patrick Kane and his camp be a little more coy about things? Why wouldn't they leak a couple of teams they might be interested in? So the price could go up a little bit. Your Rangers, Tony, you're a Ranger fan. Your Rangers are about to get Patrick Kane for crumbs. And everyone's going to say, well, why couldn't Vegas get Patrick Kane or why couldn't they, or Carolina? That's what I say. That's what I say. Right. Because he wants to go to those teams. He wants to go there. So the Rangers are going to say, cool, here's a fourth round pick. We'll take half the salary. Let's, let's, let's go. Let's write it up. And they might settle for a second or a third round pick, you know, where you compare Tan- what the deal that uh, Tanner Janot got in that trade for the Nashville Preds and the Tampa Bay Lightning. That deal was absolutely that's the biggest fleece job I've seen in a long time, even worse than uh, this nonsense with even uh, worse than my fleece, right? even, even worse than this. Fleece. What, what does that say? On it? I can't mention that brand name, but yeah, they have fair. to pay me if I do. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. So let's see. Here's the trade for, for Tanner Janot. This was absolutely shocking right now. Okay. While you're looking that up, it was, I, I got Timo it. Go ahead. Okay. Timo Meyer and Scott Harrington for four players, first rounder this year, and a conditional second rounder, I think, next year. There was no first rounder for VGK. I think that is going to hurt them. I thought we have a 2023 first rounder. No, there's none this year. No, I don't think so. I'll I'll double check that in a second on cap. I think they're out of firsters this year. Okay, so tell us about that other deal. So Tanner Janot, first of all, the Preds get Cal Foote, a touted young defenseman who was a top 10 possible pick at one point. 2024 second, 2023 third, 2023 fourth, 2023 fifth, 2025 first as well. This is Please. absolutely, this is worse than your fleece, Tony. And so I looked up Tanner Janot just to see what type of player, because maybe like, like Tanner Janot is a recent rookie. I open hockey cards. That's my living. I open thousands of dollars of hockey packs every single day. Tanner Janot is a recent rookie that people are kind of chasing. It's cool when you get him, but people aren't paying me more for the, a lot more for the Nashville Preds than the other middle tier t- type teams. They're definitely not paying me what they're paying for like Minnesota and Seattle right now for the young rookies they have. So that's the first thing that kind of got my attention about Tanner Janot. So I went to just look at his stats to make sure I wasn't missing something here. Let's see. Last five games, he doesn't have a point. First of all, let's start there. And oh, then okay. he's William Carlson 2.0. Okay. He, he sure. Fine. And he has played 152 NHL games. He has 34 goals and 28 assists. Okay, fine. He was 24 and 17 in the 21, 22 season for 41 points. Not bad. This season, he's got five goals and nine assists. He's on pace for 21 to 22 points at the most. So Interesting. Tampa, they might've owed someone a, favor or they might <laughs> yeah. see something here but yeah. you know that deal's got the biggest return more than Timo Meyer and more than uh, what Patrick Kane's going to bring heck of a lot more than Barbashev you know and there I, I just wanted to see you bring the can out okay good there's the can Did, tell me you tell me you like actually went out and bought that yesterday too or you actually had not it yesterday no I no this is in the arsenal man that's in the arsenal hey. Hey, get what gel. About... Get gel. It's much better for the skin. Nah. Once a week, I shave. Look, at least. man, I hardly ever shave anyway. Okay, so what about the rumor of VGK in the mix for goaltender Cam Talbot? Stop it. Vegas. Stop it. LA. Stop Buffalo, it. Stop in it. In the mix from Stop Ottawa it. because Ottawa will not give Talbot 
an extension. So stop it. That's not that. Listen, my perspective is that would be. Let's We're see. Not I'm trying gonna to be in the mix for a goaltender. They're not in the mix for goalie. That's <laughs> so stupid. And, and to be fair, I'm saying this before. That's, that's my McPhee voice, by the way. Yeah, I'm saying this before the Brassois save last or on Saturday. But why would VGK keep Brassois in the in the system? And Aiden Hill's been fine. Although for some reason, Aiden Hill seems like he's in the doghouse already. I he's saw a quote from Cassidy house. where, listen, if Brassois outplays Aiden Hill. In the start of the season, there was he a never, he never plan. liked him. He never liked he doesn't. him. He doesn't. It's pretty so. evident. Like the way that I can see things from afar, from a distance, he does not like him. I but don't know if, why. The guy's done nothing but win. If LT isn't close to coming back, you're going to trade some package that includes Aiden Hill. Like, give me Aiden Hill over Cam Talbot. Just give me Aiden Hill. He's really? Our, he's our, for right now, sure, Aiden Hill's our guy. He's got a good record this season. He's doing just fine. Like, he is doing serviceable in his role and if we're buying all the all the all the all the the crap that's being flicked our way by the by the team and stuff like that lt did not suffer a regular season ending injury meaning he is coming back sometime in the next four weeks i would say probably significantly less than that so what we're gonna have logan thompson aiden hill bro swa like and now cam talbot like how is this how are you gonna pencil all this like i don't I'm not, and, and Cam Talbot, oddly enough, was the odd man out in the in the whole Minnesota nonsense with Mark Andre Fleury. So, you know, we want to bring uh bring that ghost to T-Mobile Arena again. I don't know. I mean, listen, Brassois, Aiden Hill, they're our guys. Logan Thompson, those are our guys. Those are our goalies. Find a way with those three goalies to make it work because Logan Thompson can lead the team through in the Stanley Cup. He can lead the team to a Stanley Cup victory mm. if. You know the the defense keeps doing what they're doing. Another conversation yeah. for another time. Yeah, that's another conversation because the defense is actually helping out, as we saw. They're playing great. They're playing Larry Brosaw can't stop anyone in the shootout. They should have pulled him there. Okay, coming up next, he is we'll rough talk. in shootouts. He is rough. There's no <laughs> We're doubt about talk that. About, he he didn't even he wasn't even upset that the puck went past him. I've seen so it twice in the, in Henderson too recently. Like he's it's not his strong point. I mean, it's you know he's got to stop watching Robin Leonard film on how to stop a shootout. <laughs> oh shoot. Coming up next, uh, we'll talk about that shootout loss to the Dallas Stars. That's coming your way next right here on Lockdown Golden Knights. Our next partner has a product that we literally use every day. It's Athletic Green. Started taking it mostly because we do not have time here on this show. We're always running around. Uh, Chris and I barely get a chance to text each other over the weekend before something goes to pot. So now... Now, I've been actually trying it myself, taking it for a few months since over the summer. Absolutely love it. Doesn't have that chalky taste. And it is one delicious scoop that you need to try. And you will absorb 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food-sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens. And it helps you get the day off on the right foot. It's lifestyle-friendly. You need to try it out. And, of course, the importance of a multivitamin. Tons of people take some kind of multivitamin, but it's more important to choose one with high-quality ingredients like they have in AG1, and it costs you less than $3 per day, and you're investing in your health, and it definitely is something that you need to try out if you haven't already. And all you have to do is Google it, and you'll see testimonials. Uh, Athletic Greens, more than 7,000 five-star reviews, which is very impressive. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply 
of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, NHL Network is the slash, and athleticgreens.com goes before that, athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Take ownership over your health. Pick up the daily, the, uh, the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Welcome back to Locked On Golden Knights. Tony Cardasco and Chris Golick from Las Vegas. Thanks for making us your first listen each and every day. We appreciate you tuning in. As always, check out the YouTube channel. Today, neither one of us are blurry, which is kind of cool, coming off of a big weekend. And uh, did you get any hockey in this weekend? Oh, you did VGK wearing. It's not St. Patrick's Day, bro. Why were you wearing the green? Oh, my God. I I wanted to have some fun on Saturday. So I wore my green St. Patrick's Day Vegas Golden Knights jersey to Saturday's game against the Stars, fully knowing the Stars wear green, fully knowing there's going to be a lot of green in that arena. I just wanted to have some fun. I wanted to have fun. Everyone's like, oh, you can't wear the visiting team's color. Stop it. So my goal was to have some fun with people, right? And yeah. it started basically the moment me and little Chris got to the sea. I'm sitting there. Warm's haven't even started yet. I feel like I kind of nudge my shoulder kind of hard. I'm thinking I know someone, whatever, cool. You know, what's up? You know, thanks for listening. No, um, I get a nudge on my shoulder. I see a guy put his fist out. I give him a fist pump and he gives me a thumbs up. And I see like Sagan on his jersey. So he was, uh, here's Christopher, come and say hi to us. Um, he was a Stars fan. I'm like, <laughs> got him. So I look at my people and my friends behind me, Kevin and Christy. I'm like, oh, this guy is, this is going to be awkward when he comes back, uh, when he comes back and uh, sees the VGK logo. Uh, I, I go into the John somewhere between like the second and third. Or no, it was during the third period, like eight minutes left. No one's in there, right? So a guy's behind me. That doesn't sound good, but a guy's walking in behind me and he's like, hey, you got a lot of nerve wearing that color in here, not being confrontational, joking. So I turn around and say, excuse me, bro. And he looks down at the Vegas Golden Knights logo. He's like, okay, well played. <laughs> so and there's a few times like that it was fun it was goofy i got to interact with some fun stars fans all the stars fans i talked to were great the vegas golden knight fans they enjoyed the joke and it was fun just like have fun people don't don't take the stuff so seriously have fun okay so that Chris, was the night had a blast with the two right <laughs> yeah <laughs> that was the night vgk fell in the shootout to dallas three to two in a game that will be remembered for larry brossois unbelievable backhanded save so this entire game was a clash of the titans as far as goaltending goes um again i've been going to this building since the very first preseason game when the who did the golden knights play in the first preseason game at home we talked about this really fast los angeles kings there you go christopher so i've been there you know a few times to say the least including the Braden holtby goal uh saved on alex tuck but this game as far as a goaltending battle best i've ever seen live in my life not just a t-mobile i've ever seen in my life all love for what ottinger and uh, brossois did they put on an absolute show so much fun to watch that game should have been six to five, whether it would have been a shootout or what it doesn't matter. That game should have been six to five. So many chances. But yeah, Brossois, that's the save of the year. I mean, I know we're home homers a little bit in that regard, and uh, there's an emotional recency bias, but uh, that save is the save of the year. One of the top, you know, if they do a, you know, a, tw- a 2021 to 2030 type saves of the decade type thing or 2020 to 29, whatever it is, who cares? That will be in consideration, at least amongst probably the top 10. That was 
up there. Is, that was better than the Marc-Andre Fleury statue save. I mean, hey, Brossois going to get a statue now. He's going to get a statue. How cool is this? He's getting a statue. Bronze statue. I felt bad for Ty. It was Tyler Sagan, I think, who uh, had tried to score that goal. I felt terrible for him. I felt so bad. I felt (laughs) terrible for him. Hey, uh, outside of the battle for the goalies, uh, Jack Eichel, seven shots on goal. That was a nice goal. He scores again. That was a beaut. And then uh, Riley Smith, I think, had something like eight, eight shots on goal or nine. And Something probably four of them were A1 right on the doorstep type. Yeah. I mean, Ottinger does a great job of getting that pad all the way across to, He's good. to He's cover good. He's the awfully, low side. See, he didn't make the spectacular saves. He just made the saves, right? He just did a good job in being very functional. It, oh, positioning, positioning. So Marc-Andre Fleury is an out-of-control hybrid goalie, and I say that with – not taking a shot at him, but Flurry moves around a lot, so he makes these dazzling saves that just look amazing. Ottinger saves were, what's the best word to use? Just positional, positional. He gets down low, maybe some scouting. He knows kind of where the the puck is, whatever it may be. Ottinger made it look easy, and credit to him. And that's also a goalie that can take a team all the way on a deep cup run by himself. You can't give up that leveler to uh, Rupe Hints, though. Nineteen twenty-two in the third period cannot happen in the future. Uh, no, coming... the the mistake was Chandler Stevenson not being able to get that puck deep at the red line. Yeah, that absolutely was the Run out of time. We say more about it, right? <laughs> right, exactly. Coming up next, our preview of VGK against Colorado tonight. Stay tuned right here on Lockdown Golden Knights. If you're looking for a delicious treat, but you don't want to go to all that fat and calorie area, then you got to try a Built Bar. We just got through the holidays uh, two months ago. Care packages. Where's our care package? We need care packages. Exactly. I know that our goals are eating a little bit healthier this year, and we don't want to compromise taste. And you have to really try Built because Built is healthy and actually tasty. Seriously, so delicious you won't think that they are good for you. Perfect for your New Year's resolution. And again, to put in your little snack packs, those are awfully good. And they are covered in 100% real chocolate. They come in unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, and coconut almond. And we're not sure how they do it, but they do everything to try to make it tasty, but also maintaining amazing macros. Uh, Even better because they are so healthy, 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, at a whopping 17 grams of protein. And now you don't need to wait around to get your box of Built Bars. Go to your local Walmart or Sam's Club. Once again, it's Built Bar. You can go to Built.com or you can go to Walmart or Sam's Club. Check it out. You will thank us later. Welcome back to Lockdown Golden Knights. Tony Cardasco and Chris Golick. We appreciate you making us your first listen every day. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, Lockdown Golden Knights. And Chris, man, that first segment, we had so much content there someone asked me the other day i did that uh, philadelphia interview and the woman had asked worldwide me, tony worldwide she said what is no she asked me she goes uh what is the most fun part of covering vgk i said the drama <laughs> always i said we never are starved for any content because there's drama rama and there's so much going on which isn't a knock on the team either. It's, no, it's there's it's just so content. much that's happening right now. <laughs> you typically there's trauma. Uh, so VGK skating in Colorado tonight. Colorado now moving up to third in the Central Division, only three points behind the Stars, 
and they've got a couple of games in hand, they are getting healthy. And I think that that is the number one key heading into tonight's game. And here's a big key for you. Early shots on goal. Okay. The first four shots on net against Winnipeg were goals. Uh-huh. First four wow. for Colorado. The first two shots in the Calgary game for Colorado were goals. And Nathan McKinnon, the the goal here is to stop McKinnon on that first shot because he has scored on the very first shot of the game the last two games. God, I'm trying to think if he did that to Vegas. He did that to Vegas, too. Did, didn't he come back from injury the last time they were here? And didn't he score either on his first shot or early on? It, it was early on. It was, it was early. It was on. definitely early. There was no doubt. So That's interesting. We'll I'm going to give a little – We got, I know we're short, but Chris – he wanted really fast for 30 seconds about the standings. Cause I want to talk about this as well right now. So, okay. Really fast. Chris go. Vegas is seventh. No, overall in the, in the, in the I just want to talk about the, what's it called? Oh, the wild. I want to talk about the division right there. Go really fast. Vegas is first in their division. Don't do it. Just stick with the, just stick with the Western conference, Chris. <laughs> Stick with the West. Stick with the West. Go. Uh, LA is second in the division. Edmonton is third. Seattle is fourth. Nothing has changed lately. Calgary if is fifth. Now go down to now go down to the wild card really fast. Look how so really fast, guys. Here's what gets me. I put a tweet out this morning. Six points separate Vegas from the top of the West to wild card two. 10 points, which is where Calgary is, right, Chris? Calgary is the first team on the outside of the playoffs at 66 points. So 10 points only separate you from the top of the West to being in the playoffs right now. So a game like tonight against the Colorado Avalanche is so important because, one, we can knock Colorado down a little bit, although that might mean we play them in the first round. We don't want to do that either, but it keeps us in a safer playoff spot and listen Colorado is surging right now although I don't know if Kale McCarr is back again he was in He's concussion a, protocol go ahead he was in concussion protocol twice right they that's what I mean back too fast and then uh, against the St. Louis Blues they put him he went back down the tunnel right he was on the ice last week not sure of what his status is Gabe Landeskog also we have to update that because he's not played yet uh he was back on the ice last week hasn't played this season uh, due to the arthroscopic knee surgery in October, and they say he's probably another week away, so we won't see Landis. <laughs> he'll come. He'll, uh, Colorado's going to make a deal. We'll, we'll, we'll see him. We'll see him in the playoffs in the first round. <laughs> no, miraculously, he'll be back tonight against Fiji K. It's usually the way it works. Uh, and this is a Colorado team. Also interesting. Remember, Jared Bednar was complaining, <laughs> and I didn't realize this. They played. So rigged, so stinking rigged. Place in the in the, in their wild card. They're third in the division. Yeah. Chris is saying. Yeah, they played three consecutive back to backs. The Avalanche, the Avalanche, the schedule maker. I'm telling you, you have to see the schedule maker right now. Probably up at the uh, the Foley uh, Vineyards up there, just chilling and drinking some wine. Hey, so be it. So stinking rigged. It's ridiculous. Okay. Power it's good. Play. It's good for YouTube comments when you say that. So keep going because you really power. get them going on YouTube. So keep it going. It's it is rigged. It is rigged. Uh, <laughs> power play, power play. VGK last two games. Uh, opponents eight power plays. Uh, I think a couple for Vegas for VGK. That's it. They need to really get get going again on the power play. Just now one for twenty nine. I think some something, something like that. Yeah, but they had so many like 
listen, if the VGK power play wasn't so, you know, doing so poorly, it wouldn't be a discussion, but they, the power play was working on Saturday against uh, Dallas. I know they have a lot, but it was working. There were opportunities there and credit the penalty kill for keeping them in the game. I mean, Colasar takes a bad trip. Uh, friggin' Carrier was chirping the ref, got on sportsman like conduct got penalty. Sportsman like four That's, minutes. Yeah, yeah four you got, minutes in you the got box. two for the interference where he was holding on to the guy's stick. Like, I don't understand what he's tripping about there. And, you know, refs in beer league, we hand out the unsportsmanlike conducts a little more. If you, <laughs> if you piss us off for lack of a better term, call what it is. You know, you, you, you say something, you, you, you tell me it's a bad call. Fine. You tell me I'm a, I'm blind and I'm an idiot and stuff like that. Fine. Go sit in the box and feel shame. We've seen those hot mic moments between the ref and the players where it's a lot worse. It's a lot worse. And a lot of the refs, they kind of let it go or they swear right back at the player while it's happening. So Kerry must have crossed the line with something he said, which they is unfortunate. The line for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Colorado, 6-2-2 two and two in their last 10. And uh, for VGK now, three of the next four are so rigged at home for the Golden Knights. Are they ever on the road? Hardly. Hardly ever. Uh, I'm going to go with Colorado. Colorado, 5-3 to three in this Should game. Down, I guess. Yeah, and I think Evan Rodriguez, who VGK whiffed Ooh, on. Oh, I like that. It's going to score the game-winning goal before uh, we see a uh, an empty netter. Okay, my two my two locks of the night are going to be Riley Smith. He's got a breakthrough, uh, and Keegan Colasar. Maybe VGK scores that early goal tonight. Maybe I like Colasar because Colasar is playing for a spot in the lineup right now. Um, give me give me Colorado five four in overtime. I think we keep our point streak going right now. And real fast, I don't want to say Eichel, but I'm having stage fright right now. Eichel Marchi. Okay. Marchi needs to get, get get going again as well, even though he had a good game recently. Okay. We are plumb out of time. We thank everyone for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow. Make sure you tune in because a lot's been happening on this. Who's week. the goalie tonight? Is the Hiller Brossois? We can't even talk about that. Don't anyway, it be Brossois. Hot hand. Brossois. Larry Brossois. Back tomorrow right here on Lockdown Golden Knights.